0: It's going to be a very, very intense journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 60 of Frameskip, your weekly video game podcast where some random people who may or may not show up on random weeks get together to talk about video games and nerdy things like Star Wars and occasionally football which is always a good topic for for this uh, our people that that don't know much about football, like Seth. Good so crash course. Power.
1: Good crash course into yeah. football here. Yeah,
0: that's that's us. But I am joined by George Cam Newton Loftus. George, are we still rolling with Cam Newton? Where where are we he at with
1: that nickname? He, uh, as far as us being a football podcast, go, yeah, he's still ranked as a uh, QB one for the New England Patriots. So still <laughs> rocking that nickname. Um, and I'm feeling good about it. It's nice having a cool quarterback that I don't have to be embarrassed about. Sure, <laughs> his his throwing is a little uh, suspect on occasion, but he's he at least seems like a cool person now that he's no longer sexist to reporters in postgame interviews. So it seems like he has improved himself. And what more can you ask someone than to improve themselves?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a wonderful way to I don't know, be be a respected human being. Yeah, just, to be
1: to, to be respectful. Yeah, it's a good yeah, good start. Right.
0: Right. So, I'm also joined by my fiance, Andy Colbertson, whose nickname we don't have. Hi.
2: Hi. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> good sorry I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think of my my games
0: okay um, well int- introduce um, yourself because people don't know who you are
1: <laughs> i'm trying to think of, i'm trying to think of a nickname
2: yeah i'm andy i am austin's fiance we met playing monster hunter <laughs> there you go um yeah so that's how it happened
1: <laughs> are you really met playing monster hunter yeah. For the most part, yeah. It okay. wasn't
2: intentional. Like I need I, wasn't, more, I need
1: I need
0: a few more okay. details. <laughs> we didn't like meet on Monster Hunter. We we met technically over Discord.
2: Cuz I made a Discord server cuz I was going back to get my masters and I was like, "Oh, you know what? I'm not going to know anyone, so I should just make a server for people that like play games at the school." And then I made Austin an admin eventually, and then we started playing, anyway, long story short, we started playing Monster Hunter, and then one day my coffee machine, my Keurig, broke. Am I allowed to say Keurig?
0: No.
2: (laughs) 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 It broke, and Austin and I had been talking about wanting better coffee than what the Keurig makes, so we both went out and got French presses together at TJ Maxx.
0: Oh my and goodness. so that's how we met. But yeah, Monster Hunter is like what like facilitated our yeah. like early friendship stages because we were playing it so For, much For like together. the two
2: days before we dated.
1: Yeah. Th- that's precious. <laughs> that's so cute.
2: <laughs> now you know why that game is so important.
1: <laughs> oh God, I feel bad making fun of you now. Yeah. <laughs> so Andy Keurig Culvertson. There oh, we go. Oh no. Oh yeah. Andy the coffee queen herself. <laughs> George... What do you think about Keurig's? Do you have one? We had like the instant coffee machine. My partner had two. She mm-hmm. like got one as like a Christmas gift and bought one for herself, not knowing she was getting it for Christmas that year. So she had one at her office. You know, like the little like pods, like the instant stuff that you have to like right. specially recycle by like mailing it back. Right. Uh, those are still in storage. Uh, I'm not much of a coffee guy per se. Okay. Uh, when I do, I usually just do a French press. And, like, I, I don't do sugar or milk or anything. I just kind of drink it straight. It's usually, like, a, a desperation thing. Like, if I'm really hungover and I have, <laughs> yeah. like, and I, I have to be alive in the morning, I'll, I'll defer defer to coffee.
2: My issue now is that I, like, want to drink it, but I also have, like, acid reflux problems. So, I'm in this <laughs> balance of do I want to feel nauseous and not good or do I want to be awake? So...
1: Oh, yeah. that was why I stopped drinking it because I started drinking it every day working at like a downtown office because like I felt bad taking cigarette breaks, but like no <laughs> one's no, like no one can get yeah. mad at the person being like I am just I, I need some coffee. Everyone everyone <laughs> yeah. understands that person just like going out to get coffee and there was a Starbucks like two buildings away, so it was it was super convenient. Started drinking it every morning and then it just felt like someone was like holding like a box cutter to the inside of oh my, my stomach. And I was like, you know what, maybe. I don't do this to my body anymore <laughs> um, and I'm, ge- I generally try to like not drink caffeine just cause yeah. I have a uh, bad anxiety and that makes my heart race yeah. and that usually sets off bad anxiety times. So I just try to sidestep that altogether and instead okay. I just let, you know, Existential nihilism uh right. be be the source of my anxiety.
2: <laughs> well, as one of my friends said, I like to drink milk with a little bit of coffee.
1: Oh, that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> also, that means God so you like didn't even want a coffee press. You just wanted to hang out with Austin.
2: No, I was <laughs> eating coffee when I started school. It was like right before the semester happened. So no, I was you, prepared. you sniped
1: him from your Discord server, be completely honest. Like grooming is a strong word but i don't know if it's you know necessarily <laughs> I, I didn't even wrong. know what he looked like doesn't matter <laughs> well she found out eventually it's like oh, wow, unfortunately guy, she found out <laughs> this guy types like he's a hot piece of ass
2: <laughs> The I wa- picture to get like, with him. <laughs> his discord picture at the time was him like
0: i was on a roller coaster like
2: years ago too and so his hair he was like In the,
0: it was one of the pictures that, like, you know, the cameras that they have set up on roller coasters. (laughs) That was my avatar for like years. So
1: that's,
2: that's what, that's all I knew about him was that he was like on this roller coaster in the picture.
1: (laughs) Austin, you're great. Andy, I don't know you incredibly well, but you seem great. He, there's no way he looked like, I'm just, there's no way he looked like that different. Oh, uh, right. you'd be surprised. But you you'd be yeah. surprised. You look like you're 17 right now. I'm
0: gonna send you a picture after this of what I looked like about five years ago. And like you look shocked.
1: like you look like you take such good care of yourself. Like there's no wrinkles. <laughs> you, you don't look like you've been <laughs> defeated by life yet. Like your hair is like a good, healthy sheen. Like there, it seems like there's been like no. D- d- like
2: well he just got a haircut no so. degrading yeah.
1: chemicals have ever entered your body because you haven't been around long enough to be like exposed <laughs> to the environment and just like the terrible stuff in the environment like right come on you, you couldn't have looked that different did he have you'll, braces you'll Was that- see I'll, I'll, t- I'll, I'll show you after okay I'll tell me you. oh please tell me you're wearing headgear headgear no yeah, like for braces Oh no no! no? Just oh, damn. But he needs it. I do no. need know No <laughs> no! Look at I his perfect teeth. Look at those little chiclets. They're he not keeps perfect. In his mouth. They're those not perfect. Beautiful. I
0: have bad TMJ and my teeth are very out of line.
1: Oh god, that's terrible. So, um, yeah. I anyway. had these things. <laughs> wait, no, really quick before we get to the main topics. I had these things called Herbst appliances, which are basically like a hinge.
2: What? Where it's like every time
1: you bite down, it's called H E A R B S T. Herbst. Huh. And so it's basically like a hydraulic that they would attach to your top and bottom, uh, like molars. And so every time you bit down, the theory was that it would like push your jaw because I had a really bad uh, overbite. And so like by using this thing, it actually like lined up my my bite. And in doing that, it actually straightened out my teeth considerably to the point where I had braces for eight months because I had that thing for a year and a half. Wait, wow. so these were
2: part of the braces?
1: It was sort of like pre-braces because they were like, well, I mean, his jaw screwed up. We should focus on that first. <laughs> and so they did that. And then that lined up my teeth like incrementally, yeah. oh, like okay. accidentally as like a, a byproduct of them aligning my top and lower bite. And because of that, I barely had braces. It was awesome. Wow.
0: Yeah, I
1: I, I need to get my teeth fixed.
0: So for your for your dental podcast
1: needs, thanks for listening <laughs> to Friendship. Yeah. <laughs> But um, we're not us, here sorry. To- that brings us to today's sponsor, uh, Sensodyne. Thank you so much. <laughs> we
2: actually use Sensodyne. <laughs>
1: yeah. So s- speaking of pearly whites,
0: there oh, are yeah. some pearly white balls that are on <laughs> on some grass fields <laughs> in the Mushroom Kingdom, and we're we're of course talking about Mario Golf Super Rush, which came out last week. It'll have been, I guess, a week from the time you're listening to this podcast on Friday. Um, but we've all been playing it, which is why I invited Andy to be on because I think it's a, it's a fun game and I think it's a, it'll be a good topic. It'll be a good game to talk about. So, George, what are your thoughts on Mario Golf Super Rush and how much have you played so far?
1: I've played at least 20 hours of this game so far Man. since, oh, since oh, that's Friday. Good. <laughs> I haven't been obsessed with a game like this since probably like Pokemon Blue on Game Boy in third grade. Like there's just something about I love a good golf game, you guys. There's there's just something intrinsically cool about it. This is hands down my favorite Mario golf game since like the GBA one, which was basically just a RPG with golf mechanics. Uh, It was great. And they kind of brought that back. I'm having so much fun with this game, not currently because I'm a little frustrated with where I am in adventure mode. But besides (laughs) that, uh, I think this is just one of the most perfect pick up and play video games Nintendo has ever made.
0: So. I haven't. We neither of us have done any of the single player stuff yet. So, but it sounds like you have a lot more experience with that so far. Um, I guess what's it like?
1: What what would you compare it to? What are what are the I guess quests or missions like? It's really not that intensive. It. I'm kind of bummed because it's like a such a cool world, right? It's like Mario and all of Mario's friends, and they're playing golf, and then you're playing as a really ugly version of you as a me you know so like so those things are like i've i probably spent only 10 hours in the the main story mode and then like the other 10 hours have been in just like literally just free play where i'm just like right. donkey kong in like a four-player match and i'm just making these fools look ridiculous and like they sh- <laughs> should be embarrassed to pick up golf clubs um in like the main story mode it's You know, you're invited to a rookie camp and like, oh, we're excited to see what you got hotshot. And then you're just doing like little quests that are like sort of skill building mini games. And that gives you experience. You're competing in increasingly larger um, like mini tournaments. And like all this gives you XP, which you then pour into your character. And it's annoying because every time you like pour two experience points into like your drive and your strength, your control goes down. So it's just a lot of balancing like what's important to you, what you want out of the game. And uh, I'm only in the second realm so far. And it is the most infuriating experience I can remember playing in a Nintendo game. They're basically like, what if we took everything that was fun about Mario Golf and just did the opposite of it for 48 holes? Like, (laughs) people might like that.
0: Is this the one? So Greg Miller was talking about something on one of the games casts or something about some hole where you have to do the whole thing in like 40 strokes or that's something. That's exactly where is I that am. What it yeah. is.
1: It's called cross country golf. I almost beat it. I went over by one stroke. I am livid. <laughs> Wait, a, is this it, like
2: a single hole that's far away or is it like a no, hole? No, it's,
1: it's nine holes. You have to fill nine holes, within 40 strokes. And it's like continuous. So you get to choose which hole you hit the ball to. And then you tee off from nearby the, the hole that you just made. And the problem is that the holes are at different elevations. And so it's like a 40 foot height difference between like the three <laughs> levels basically. <laughs> like level one is at ground level, level two is at 40 feet, then level three is at 80 feet, whatever. And so you have to pick the best course of action to like give yourself the best possibility of success. And there are these tornadoes that you can hit the ball to, to like push it up in elevation, but they don't work consistently. So it's actually just super incredibly annoying. And like, maybe, I don't know. They shouldn't have included this mode in the game. I don't like, I don't know. I love you Shiggy, but I'm not super (laughs) impressed with, with tornado ball hole game. It's not, it's not, it's not great. Um, but besides that, the game is like legitimately perfect. (laughs) I feel really bad for dumping so much on that, but, um,
2: uh, we had that issue too. I mean, like, awesome was saying we haven't played any of the single player, any of the, like the adventure stuff, but just on the multiplayer because we were trying to unlock um, the levels, which we like figured was actually really nice that you could unlock it as long as you were playing like the split screen. Yeah. Because um, like the biggest problem with some of the other games, like I think we had it with was everybody's golfer, awesome yeah. needed to play it single, like play like you like have
0: to play single player to and That's the only way you can unlock the courses. Yeah. It's like totally, so yeah. frustrating. Yeah. But we
2: we ran into that same thing where I was like am I right behind a tornado? And I also was like, yeah, I think so. And I was like, I hit the ball and nothing happened. Like, I didn't understand what this was. And I feel like I've been in front of them like multiple times and nothing has happened. And then also there was another time and we didn't really understand it with the clouds that like blow the air, the same thing like happened. Like, I think the, I don't know what the term, like, I don't think hit box, but the hit box of the cloud, like disappeared faster than like the visual aspect of it sure. did. Yeah. like that and then I guess you could hit the cloud which I get yeah. but also you shouldn't be able to hit a cloud because it's floating water drop because it's a
1: cloud yeah no, <laughs> I've, run, I've run into th- dumb things like that like in um uh like Bowser's course I think there was like one cloud enemy where I'm yeah. just like how is like it should have gone through you one two it shouldn't <laughs> have boun- it just shouldn't have bounced backwards like that's not I don't think that's super physics um
0: <laughs> I think that's the only course we haven't played yet but every yeah. other one We've just honestly, as far as our experience so far goes, we've probably only played maybe six or seven hours. But that whole time we've been playing together split screen, um, we only bought one copy of the game. At first, I was like, maybe we should get two. Um, And maybe we still will at some point. I don't know. But um, the split screen mode has been really cool. And and one thing I really like about it, too, is it kind of works like Mario Kart 8, where Andy and I... We're playing with friends of the show, Brandon and Craig, and we were able to do so on the same system online against mm-hmm. two other people, which was really neat. Oh, that is really cool. Um, I, I always dig when, when there's split screen that's meshed with um, online functionality. So we had a lot of fun with that. Um, I really like it so far. I mean, I think there's a lot of features that are missing for sure, compared to um, Mario Golf World Tour, I think was the 3DS one. Like, I really wish there was the tournament mode, which was really cool because you could have, like, 50 people in this tournament. And, um, you know, you you all just kind of win and and played on your own time. And then I think it was, like, you could set, like, a a deadline, like an ending time, um, you know, in the real world. And once the clock hit that time, you know, whoever was at the top of the leaderboard was the winner. So it, it was a pretty neat feature. And it would be cool if they brought that back because, like, imagine if you were, like, you know, it, there was a time period when, you know, for example, I think Coach has it, you have it, we have it, and a couple friends of the show have it. It'd be cool if, you know, we could just hop on and be like, OK, I'm going to go set my score for the tournament. And then you two hours later could go and do it. And it was that kind of setup. So I, I, I hope they bring that back with updates and DLC.
1: I did, um, too. It's really interesting because I feel like that mode only existed because of the limitations of the 3DS. Yeah, you know, because there was no way to do like simultaneous multiplayer, so they had to get creative. And like, right. there's no excuse to not have simultaneous multiplayer here, you know, with the Switch. And it's also like, no, but that was actually like a uh, that was a good idea. Like, <laughs> yeah. why not? Why not do both? Why not do right. both? Like, you guys have the power uh, to do both, so that that you should uh, do that. Um, right. I'm really loving it. I'm a little frustrated with this current course, and now I'm like kind of <laughs> skeptical about like going in. Because they kind of set up, like, a world map where, like, you start off at, like, the rookie course. And then you, like, you know, you get through the basics. You learn how to, like, curve your shot, how to, like, set up approach shots and all that stuff. And, like, that was actually really helpful because I don't think I've taken, like, a Mario Golf tutorial since, like, Mario Golf on Nintendo 64. And so I'm just, like, reflexively, like, remembering everything from the year 2000. Well, I was going to
2: say, yeah, that's kind of, like, I think the the thing is, like, our biggest gripe while we were playing it is because since they're playing it together, you know, how you get, like, the two-minute, okay, this is how you hit, you get that that screen with the buttons because yeah. we haven't played the solo at all. Um We don't know, like, how the controls for, like, the speed golfing, like, I don't know if they told you how that works or not, but, like, yeah. I know when you run, it's, like, B, but I've, like, attacked two different ways, but I don't know how I did one of them. Like, I feel like sometimes maybe maybe it's just because we're not playing the single-player as yeah. well, are like lacking some of the instructions, but there's definitely like issues we run into where we played against the CPU. We don't know how to do like a bunch of stuff, and obviously since it's like our like our third or fourth round, and we haven't still like had time to really experiment that much with the controls, we just we got crushed by
0: yeah uh,
1: charging <laughs> by Chuck. charging Chuck charging Chuck. I hate that guy. God, he's such. ill. he's jerk. actually like one of the rookies. You you're like bunked up. with. Are you
2: serious? In
1: the uh... yeah, it's so weird because like the three people you're with are like Toadette charge and chuck and like a boo ghost.
0: That's weird. Cause that's
1: not even in the game. Is she, she, I don't know if you can play as her, but like she's like, she's like a rookie that you're playing against. You know, you're yeah. basically like invited. To like oh, a, it, it feels like an anime, like you're invited to like this <laughs> golf Academy for like prestigious rookies. And you just got to prove yourself. But it's strange because you're just like, huh, there's a little mushroom lady. There's a giant <laughs> football playing turtle. There's a, <laughs> there's a ghost. And, like, you just show up, like, in, like, a collared shirt and, like, plaid pants and, like, a visor. And there's, <laughs> a, there's a me. My yeah.
2: golfing academia.
1: Well, that, and I forgot I named my me character me with, like, five E's. And so it just, <laughs> at, at the end of every round, they're just like, good job, me. And I'm just like, all right, that's a little self inside I'm like, oh, wait, no, that's, that's actually me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, single player is super fun. You can have three different slots going on, so like you guys can talk and set okay. and set up like, okay, I'll be slot one, I'll be slot three, just so there's no confusion. And uh sort of go through it. And they set up like little tutorials there in the rookie course, and then they kind of just throw you in the deep end after that. But the further you progress, you can unlock like special clubs because everyone has what's called like a special shot. Yeah. I don't know if you've like seen like a meter fill and then you like pull the L yeah. trigger. Right, right. And then that gives you like a you know, a shot that'll land and then, like, push any ball within a certain radius, like, away just to, like, screw up a, another person's shot. Or make it so to, like, literally drop with no uh, carry after after it falls. Um, I don't know. It's super fun. I like just how arcade-y is. I really like sports games. I just don't like simulation games. Right. And this feels fast-paced enough where it teeters more towards arcade, even though, like, it is technically a simulator, you know, like even though you do get very precise with like the clubs and the swings and the rotation of the ball and like the backspin or no backspin that you want to throw on it, it still feels more fun than like exact and i think that's what i really dig about it. Like i can't play Madden, i refuse to. It's just too complicated. They just they've made it so not yeah. fun. But if they were to make like an like an NFL hits like or blitz, sorry. If they were to remake NFL blitz or NHL hits I'm, I'm in, but like, God, I just, I hate the Sim stuff. But And so this is just like scratching the the exact itch I have for a sports game need.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Mario Golf has always been my favorite, like, Mario sports series. But I mean, that aside, I, I've never been a big sports game person. I Like you said, I played some NFL Blitz and like, um, what was the one, 2K Street? Yeah. NFL 2K Street or something back in the day. I, I used to really enjoy those games, but... Um, Mario golf has always been one of my favorites. And I like Mario tennis as well, but, um, something about Mario golf, it's just so good. And, and obviously that same sentiment goes for, for, um, hot shots, golf, everybody's golf. I, I like that franchise a lot too. So, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, I, have you, I guess, had any time with the the new modes that they've introduced in this game, the, the speed <laughs> golf and they the actually, challenge golf,
1: uh, the final, they make you play that. In like uh, the end of the first level, I guess is yeah. what I'll call it for the the single player mode, and um, I don't really understand it quite yet because it's like you basically hit the ball and then you have to like run after it, and the issue is that there's other people in the course also running after their ball, <laughs> so you can like pull the left trigger and that will like give you like a speed boost. And then you can use that to, like, knock anyone else over and, like, destroy certain obstacles within the course. But, like, only if they're, like, Mario-themed obstacles. Like, you can't, like, knock down a tree that's in your way, but you can knock down, like, a a chain chomp or something.
2: Only Charge and Chuck can do that.
1: Yeah, God, that that crazy (laughs) SOB. Enjoy your CTE in a couple years, Chuck. Um, And so, like, you can knock someone down, but, like, they basically... There, there has to be a a, a difference in rules like in, in other modes because like they basically give you two minutes to get to your ball. And then as soon as you get to your ball, the two minutes resets. So then you have two minutes to hit the ball, chase after a ball, and then like get your next shot off. And it's just not super challenging, you know, Yeah. because two minutes is like pretty generous, especially on the rookie course. Maybe so that's a different mode. I, then. In the I assume player. there's modes where it's like, okay, you actually have, 25 seconds and so like that makes it so you can't drive the ball because you can't run up to your ball within 25 seconds to
2: i think hours you know, have yeah. been a shorter time it might
0: be a different mode than in the single player because i think the ones we have done it doesn't there's not like a limit from my understanding it's more so like you do it as fast as you can
2: and then yeah. it gives you um, additional time like based on how many strokes you do and like it, it's adding on the time so basically yeah. that's how it, it's it's not like a limit per se; it just so, continues.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. If there's something different in the single player, because like we played it with with Brandon and Craig, and with four people, it's a lot of fun. Because you're sure. like, you know, you're you're using your specials and like demolishing people's balls off the field, and like, um, <laughs>
2: yeah. Except when I do it, I only hurt Austin. Apparently, <laughs> you're,
0: that like boost thing that you mentioned with the left trigger—you're like bumping into people and like knocking them out as you're running to your ball. It's a lot of fun. Um, but it must be some different mode because the way it scores, if I'm not mistaken, it takes a combination of your actual like golf score. Um, and then it combines it with the amount of time it took you to get that score. And it uses some okay. like arbitrary like point system.
2: Yeah, and it's like plus 30 <laughs> seconds. It's I think it somehow like does the time and it's like if you are the lowest time, quote unquote, like including like the yeah. added stroke time, then you get four points. Like you want the maximum in this case. Not not like, yeah. when you know, the normal right. golf score. And then if you do like the worst time, then you get one point. So you want the most points, but you have to do it like with the least amount of time. And then add. so there's yeah. like a bunch it's of like additional. It's a little that's,
1: confusing. That's so confusing that they're like, okay, in golf, you want the lowest score, but in time you want the most score. It's like, wait, hold on a second. Right. <laughs> you guys could have just like, you guys really could have simplified well, that's the things thing.
2: here. You would think that if they have the highest time,
1: yeah.
2: that's like... You would want you would add the most points, like why not keep the way that the points go consistently? Like why wouldn't you still want yeah. to be like, hey, you want to still aim for the least amount? Mm-hmm. But that's the one where I was saying, like, that mode specifically, and again, like Austin awesome was saying it might be different for the single player. I like we did like the first time we played it, we had like no idea. Yeah, like, it what like was doesn't happening. explain it
0: at all. Um But I really like that mode actually. I really like it a lot. I think it it might be one of the coolest things to me that they've added to the game. It's funny because um,
1: that was like what you described for the mode, that was instinctually how I was playing the single player. And then I realized like, oh, it doesn't actually matter. And then yeah. like in the the cross co- they call it cross country golf, because apparently the course has like been damaged by thunderstorms. So they're like, oh well, <laughs> oh, we no. we don't have we don't have like the full course, so you just have to play like this. And it's called cross country oh, golf. God. And like oh, that's the God. mode I absolutely hate. It's terrible. Um Do you they're, run they're, in that one too? You run. But there's no, there's a time limit between shots. And so like, that's the one thing they do in single player. Whereas if you don't get your next shot off before the timer runs out, then like they penalize you a stroke. And then also they penalize you a stroke because there's a whole bunch of like weird hazards that could like technically make your ball out of play because there's the entire golf course is available to you. Like it's all present, but you're not allowed to play from certain areas. So if you hit it into an area by accident, then like that just counts a stroke against you, and like that's why I lost the last the last time I played because I'm very good at like long putting bombs for whatever reason. Like I just like, I go into <laughs> like, a I, I go into not. a fugue state. And I'm just able to like hit like 60 foot putts.
2: Oh my god!
1: And then um, on this last one, I was trying to set up like all right, like it's a 45 foot putt but like I'll be fine like I'm pretty decent at those and then it just like took a bad bounce on the course because like (laughs) it was technically at a lower elevation but it was at an angle so it like bounced off something and then Uh... went out of play and cost me a stroke so then I was like oh I have to make this 45 foot putt and then it just like stopped like three quarters of an inch away and I was like you've gotta be kidding
0: me
1: (laughs) I was supposed to have that extra stroke (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I just really like the game so far, and the challenge the challenge golf is interesting. I don't know if it's something I would necessarily play that much of. I don't know if you've touched on that at all, George, in the single no. player, but it's like it's like an arena. It's not like a golf course, and basically, there's like maybe nine or ten holes around this kind of like oval shaped arena, and basically, the aim is to the the first person to get three holes wins. And so like everyone can like start there's like you know immediately there's like one in front of you one to your left one to your right and then it just you know it goes further back into the field um but you know people you can choose where you want to start off at and like hit the ball towards and it's just awesome. kind of a cycle of like the fastest to get 3 wins but I'm not a huge fan of it it's all right it's a, it's pretty fast paced and it's it's not very golf like I guess it's
2: stressful
0: yeah so I'm well, not a huge fan of that one
2: Austin's he's not mentioning one part of it, when you get a ball in the hole, the hole disappears. Yeah. So like if Austin and I are going for the same one and like we're yeah. like inching towards the, the balls, inching towards the hole at the same time, let's say like I get it in like a fraction of a second before Austin won't be able to get it.
1: Right. That sounds pretty cool. It,
0: yeah. It's fun. I just don't know that I would play it like you know as much as the other modes. Sometimes
2: so. it, like the elevation, like the way the course is set up is not very good i think for the arena yeah. stuff like there's one that we did and specifically like the holes like at the top in the middle of like the stage where you can only get to the stage in like a certain way and then there's like water surrounding it and you can't go up these walls because they made them like kind of vertical almost but not really and like, yeah. you can't use your supers to get up so there was one we were playing um with a, uh with like brandon and craig and what happened was I was literally trying, I like by the time the game was over, I was still trying to find how to get up to the platform. Oh <laughs> <Right.
1: laughs> uh, man. That sounds kind of fun because I can't, was it Mario golf 64 that had like almost like a miniature golf course set up into it. where it was like just like a putting challenge through like, I think it courses? was
0: 64. Is that the one I've I can't remember? Before?
1: Cause like no. I, I never, I never understood why they didn't bring that back, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's so, like, this sounds like a good compromise between just like, you know, a big, expansive golf course and then also yeah. like the challenge because that that's really what Bowser's Castle feels like. It's just like a giant miniature golf course. Yeah. Uh, just because there's so many weird hazards that don't make sense.
2: <laughs> I've only played okay. one other Mario Golf and I honestly, I can't remember which one it is. It's like the I original. I think it's the NES. Yeah, one. it's like the one that they have on the Switch, like this, the one with all the free games. Oh, but man. I think they had. Yeah, that was oh. the only other one I played and I loved that one and I played it on like this uh like pirated thing from China it was like 300 games on one oh, cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I that's the only one I played and it had something similar to that and I think it was it basically just had like random greens where it would like just put holes randomly around. You could just do it. I think basically for as long as you could.
0: Mm-hmm. The only the, the last thing I'll say is they've already said there's going to be DLC for the game. Okay. Um, I know for world tour, it was paid DLC. So I'm curious how it's going to work for this first off. But I I hope that they add courses that are maybe a little more like creative because that's, that's that's my only complaint so far Is a lot of it is just standard golf courses with like, clouds blowing wind at you like there's nothing like really that crazy like you're not hitting balls off of like mushrooms where they like have to bounce and like
1: well that or like I don't know like bring in like a little like odyssey not odyssey like a little uh galaxy you know like maybe right. like have to hit to like a planet right or like yeah. get an orbit or whatever yeah I, I completely agree the-, the courses I think are really good but there's so few of them right and there's only six yeah, and you're totally right. Where, like, it really is just like a normal golf course, and they're like, oh, but there's a bob-omb over here. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, <laughs> it's neat.
2: <laughs> cool yeah, man. and I'm, I'm kind of like bothered, not bothered, but I don't like the fact that what we'll, we'll be playing, because it took me a, probably a few games of us playing, and I looked at it, and I was like, why is this so weird shape? And it's literally like as if they took a golf course and just like put all the holes next to each other. And then I'm like, I was like, wait, didn't we play this? So I was like, yeah, there's that tee we just teed off from like 20 feet. From- like, behind us, like, three holes ago. Well,
1: that's not, I don't think that's that. I mean, I, I'm i in, like, a really small town, so, like, that really <laughs> reminds me of, like, the local golf courses. <laughs> I'm like, oh, nothing wrong with that uh, being <laughs> economical with space. But no, I mean, like, dude, you're playing in a video game. Like, you have infinite space. Like, come on. Yeah, guys.
2: yeah that's um, the thing. Like, I feel like if it wasn't for the fact that it, it it really doesn't matter in a sense of, like, okay, you moved me up 20 feet, so now I know what I'm doing, like, thinking about the last one. Like, just don't hit it as hard because everything's the same like i think it it doesn't make the game like less versatile necessary but necessarily but i think part of it it's like okay i know how to do this already now because i just did it
1: Mm -hmm. so i recommend the story mode it's a little frustrating because there's just like some dumb design decisions where it's like (laughs) like currently at the cross-country place like i need you need to get like approved basically they kind of set up like Pokemon which is kind of funny where like each course you master gives you a badge and you need that badge to move on to the next course and like oh, this this feels familiar but it's like you have to register to play the holes and so like you'll go and try to do a challenge and if you fail you just have to go back to the beginning of the course to like re-register to play and I'm like it's it's not a big deal it's like it's like a 20 second run to register and then like a 20 second run back but it's like you know you didn't have to do this right like you know like it could have been done literally any other way and then like in the first course where it's like you constantly had to go to bed to like set the clock forward (laughs) where you're like okay today's the practice day and like you'd go do all this and then it would make you run back to the beginning of the level to go to bed just to like wake (laughs) up seconds later to run back to where you were for like the the first day of the tournament then you had to run back to bed after that then you had to run back to the course and it's like okay guys like I understand you're trying to make this like a real physical space that people occupy but also this is uh dumb. And I don't like yeah. it. Um, you didn't
2: know that's how like the Masters goes. You gotta run to the bed every time they wanna shoot a new
1: <laughs> That's exactly like Augusta. And I'm like, guys, I just don't yeah. need to see Phil Mickelson, you know. Like I I wanna watch I, yeah I wanna, wanna, see I wanna him watch him shoot the back nine. I don't wanna watch him <laughs> take a quick nine, you know? Like the difference. Well, anyway, that's our that's our conversation
0: on Mario Golf. I mean, for me so far. George, you've put more time into it, but would you recommend it to people?
1: I would. Absolutely. Hands down. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I I I was really disappointed with Mario Tennis that came to Switch. Yeah. And I say that like tennis is like hands down my favorite sport. And then that I just feel like didn't really offer a whole lot. And like, I don't think this game offers considerably more, but like, I think the gameplay itself is much more interesting than it was in Mario Tennis. And uh, yeah, there's like two things that I love so much in video games that I don't care for in real life, and that is golf and fishing. <laughs> like, I spent so much time fishing in Far Cry five. I just found that to be like an absolute blast. Yeah. And golf is the other thing. And like this, this golf game is just great. Like it is the most fun I've had with a golf game since I really liked uh it Was a golf story on Switch, too. I haven't played that game yet. I have it, but I haven't it's basically played it. like if Stardew Valley and like a 2D golf game had a baby. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this is just this is exactly what I wanted it to be. I'm I'm really enjoying it.
0: Well, I I agree. I, I think it's it's worth playing, especially if you've played the previous Mario golf's. If you enjoy them, um, I think it's like a surefire purchase. Um, I know it got kind of mixed reviews, but and and I think a lot of the complaints are valid. I mean, I do think there could be a little more content there, but at least we know there is DLC coming. So yeah. Um, I think it's, for me at least, it's it's an easy recommendation.
1: (laughs) Well, it's funny because when the pandemic started, I was like, you know, really like regressing like mentally or I'm just like, okay, maybe I just want to get back to like a mental state where I feel like safe and comforted. And the first thing I did was like go on eBay and I bought Toadstool Tour for GameCube. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to live like it's, you know, 2003. I'm just (laughs) going to do that. I'm just going to go back to where I was safe. Still in the first Bush term, but there was a possibility of him losing a second one. That was like a cool time to be alive. in that weird little window where you thought for sure yeah. John Kerry was going to win. And now that I can't even name his running mate, I'm like, why did I ever think John Kerry was going to win? <laughs> um, so, yeah, anything to sort of like get me back there. It was great. Yeah. Recommended. So, so speaking of
0: going back.
1: Yes.
0: We're going to end the show off. This show's going to be a little shorter, by the way, because we're a little strapped for time. But. Uh, We're going to end off with backlogs and we've all chosen three games that we want to um, take out of our backlog and play through. And apparently George is going to hold us accountable on this one. Well, I'm going to have to hold you accountable. Well, it stinks
1: because like normally we have, you know, some great cast members that I think are much more interesting than me. You know, like I don't care what I have to say. I care what Elijah has to say. I care what Seth has to say. I care what Coach has to say. I care what you have to say. Um, I care what Andy has to say. Like, I, I care about everyone else's opinions so much more than mine. Uh, but it seems like just because of summer work schedules, you and I are going to be like the most regular people uh, right. for at least like the next couple of weeks, maybe, maybe even right. longer than that. Um, so like, while it is just the two of us and like we're strapped for <laughs> content to talk about every yeah. week with a majority of E3-esque things behind us, I thought it'd be fun if we just like told each other three games from our backlog that we really wanted to play. And every week we would check in with each other to sort of like check in on the progress. And this is almost like homework. And so like you could fail homework assignment. And that'd be so embarrassing because like you can be engaged or you can fail your homework assignment. But you can't do both. Like that's how old are you? You know, like you can't do that. It's not how people operate.
2: Austin's going to be engaged no matter what.
1: (laughs) Even if he fails his homework (laughs) Yeah, I'm just saying it'd be embarrassing to fail. I'm just saying it'd be embarrassing to be engaged and fail a homework assignment in the same week. Like, I don't, I don't know how you can look <laughs> it if you do that. Um, oh, no. Yeah, right? Yeah. That sucks. So, so let's do this. Let's talk about the games uh, from our backlog that we want to finally play so we have things to talk about on future episodes. Okay, so
0: for me, do you want to just go one by, like, name all three? Let's
1: do let's do a round each and then uh then circle back. So you you kick things off.
0: So this is probably the one I'm least likely to start with, only because I don't have the version I want right now. And I know this is technically two games, but the um, Metro Redux for Metro uh, 2033 and Metro Last Light. And funny story, I think it was maybe last year you might have been on the episode, but we talked about games that we wanted to play like the, the top game, we had a similar conversation except it wasn't like us holding each other accountable. Um, but I said the Metro series was one that um, I've just always been dying to play and I've never played. Um, I know Elijah and coach are both like super into these games. I know coach built his computer like specifically for Metro last Light when that game came out. So um, but the thing is now that I have my series X, I want to get the games on there. I have the Redux on PS4, but I want to get them on Series X because they got the the frame rate boost, the 60 FPS frame rate boost specifically on Xbox. So, um, I, you know, if I'm talking about one game, I, I want to play through Metro 2033. I want to make that a game that I, I play through pretty soon, um, especially with the Redux being pretty cheap. Um, and I know that, what is it, Exodus, I think is the new one.
1: Yeah, just got the one, yeah. the next gen upgrade and apparently it's like gorgeous. Cool. So no, it's a great pick. Great pick. Andy, you got one you want to share?
2: Well, last Christmas, Austin bought me, uh, oh my God, I can't remember the name of it right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not harvest moon. What's the game? Story, Story of, of
1: season. Seasons. Story of season. Okay. Uh,
2: the thing is, I like started playing it a lot. And, you know, I mean, those games kind of get grindy at, like, a certain point, and I, I'm, i like, the kind of person that doesn't want to talk to any of the people, but you have to talk to the people to, like, progress the game. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in this thing of, I don't want to talk to the fairies, and I need the sprinkler. So I'm, like, stuck in this, like... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm in this... That's, sp- a, that's a sentence. Yeah, I don't want to talk to the fairies, but I need a sprinkler. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, in this, yeah, like, weird, it.
2: like... I'm, like, in this weird lull in the game because I get back to it and I just get mad instantly Except I, I take all day to water these plants, but I need to get back to it and actually talk to people. So (laughs) so so I can move on. (laughs) I
0: think it's Friends of Mineral Town is the one I bought her. It's technically the remake. Because for those that don't know, Story of Seasons is Harvest Moon. Yeah. Which is like, it's just, it's so convoluted. But basically it's the same devs that old school Harvest Moon, uh, the ones that develop those games. And the new Harvest Moon games are made by some like other random developer. And that's why they're not good.
2: I'm so kind of confused how they use that name considering I had the GameCube Harvest Moon uh, that was also called, co- or no, no, no.
1: I think it's the, the Game Boy Advance one, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's also called that, so I don't know how that worked so the, out.
1: Well, that's what it is, is
0: the, the Friends of Mineral Town Story of Seasons is a remake of the, the Game Boy Advance Harvest Moon game, which is pretty cool. That is really cool. But, but
2: yeah, I need to get back to that. So I guess oh. not something new, but we'll see what happens. It's been a while since I've picked up my Switch.
1: Well, dang, good luck talking to that fairy, getting that sprinkler. I I believe in you. You can do it. George, what about you? I talked about it last week when I was uh, when we were talking about Ratchet and Clank, which I have progressed in. Um, I again, I really want to platinum it by the time we recorded, but I just got so busy with work. I didn't have the time to Uh, Mm -hmm. Psychonauts. I want to play Psychonauts so badly now, and I've never touched it before. Really excited to jump into it.
0: Yeah, that's one that I, I've never played either. And certainly with the new one coming out, I do want to play it. Um, so maybe I mean, we should we should we, both play it. I yeah, played you, it for the
2: first time like two or three years ago. Yeah. Because it was like on sale, but I couldn't tell you anything about it because it was like <laughs> 3 a.m. when I played it.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, that, I mean you guys it guys have like that a Series X now, so you get the sequel for free. And I assume you get the original one. has got to be on Game Pass too. I, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty yeah. sure it is, so...
0: Well, just let me know when you're playing it, George, and, and maybe I'll play it through as well. I will, so we I will, if
1: you want to commit to it right now, I will try to put a couple hours in before the next time we record. I can attempt to.
0: I'm still playing Miles Morales, though. So.
1: <laughs> okay. so. Yeah, you like just started Fair it, up. so Fair we'll up. see how Fair that up. goes. Yeah,
0: I might need another week on this backlog challenge.
1: Amen. All good. All good.
0: Um, my next one is uh, actually talking about Xbox games is Quantum Break. Hell yeah. Because um, I just played through Control recently, which, by the way, platinum that uh, after last week's podcast. platinum that and Ratchet and & Clank last week. So, this is my first two Platinums in a while. But yeah, uh, Quantum Break looks awesome. You know, I, I, I love uh, Remedy. I loved Alan Wake and I loved Control. And I have not played Quantum Break. And so, again, having a Series X now. And I know... I don't think there's like a series X upgrade, but I know it got a one X upgrade, so it still at least should be better than how it was at launch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm excited to to dig into that one. That'll probably be the next game I play after Miles Morales, unless we play Psychonauts. <laughs>
1: sure, sure. Uh, man, I really enjoyed that game. It is a weird game, and I really appreciate yeah. that about it. What about you? <laughs>
2: I guess all of mine are literally going to be like games I've already started playing and have not. Well, stopped. that's fine. That's this also needs this that's also needs yeah. to be on Austin's list, but it's not. We haven't played Monster Hunter in God knows how long. Rise. Rise. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: it's only the game that brought you two together. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the thing is, I I like played the single player and moved on like way past Austin because I was like done with school, didn't have a job. She like, plowed
1: through it. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: But we're not done with it yet. Um, yeah, and we just need to.
0: Cause she like <laughs> beat the single player, but the way it works in Rise is like you beat the single player, but then there are like more monsters in the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. So there's like more you you can get through. There's more content that's like focused on on multiplayer stuff. And yeah, yeah we we haven't gotten to it yet. And, I think and the multiplayer
2: is both... more difficult than the single player, but yeah. there's like more story that expands in that that doesn't happen in the single player. So that yeah. needs to be yeah wrapped up and continued on before the next monster <laughs> hunter
1: <laughs> gotcha gotcha gotcha
2: what's your second one
1: inspired again by a conversation we had last week i'm finally going to dip my toes into the the kojima universe i'm going to check out uh-huh. i'm going to check out metal gear solid twin snakes hell yeah hell uh i've yeah. played oh god what was it what was the psp one Peace Walker or peace walkers. All right. So I would I lived in England. I had a PSP go. I would go get exceptionally drunk at a pub that was literally across the street from my dorm room. (laughs) And then I would realize, like, George, you actually don't have enough money to keep drinking. You should go home. So then I'd like stumble (laughs) home across the street and then I would just play my PSP and I would play probably like an hour at a time of peace Walker, not understanding anything, yeah. but like really <laughs> yeah. enjoying like, uh, this is making me think. And then I would get like too like overstimulated, I guess. And then I would just play burnout <laughs> yeah. on my PSP and just like, ah, oh, this is way, way more of my speed right now. <laughs> um, but I never played an earlier middle gear solid game and never played zone of the enders. Like I, I really want to see what this dude's all about because I am like really impressed with the speech he gave at, uh, the the game conference thing he did a game game summer game yeah summer game fest um like just seeing him talk there i was just like oh this dude is like thinking about a lot of things at once that's really interesting and yeah i want to check it out
0: i i actually have never played twin snakes um only because the physical copy
1: is like a (gasps) hundred (laughs) dollars i grabbed it when it was 14.99 at GameStop back in college (laughs) well i wish i had been into metal gear back then
0: Cause I would have bought that in a heartbeat. Um, But yeah, it's
1: so weird to think about like the most expensive game at GameStop is one I should have bought, but didn't, it was Marvel vs. Capcom two. And it was like 39. Oh yeah. And I was like, that's too much money for me. And like looking at it now, I'm like, you're such an idiot. (laughs)
0: Um, no, I, I need to get twin snakes eventually just for my collection. But I really do think if you, if you dig into metal gear, The gameplay hasn't aged super well at this point, but I I think that it's just a series that I feel like anyone can dig into it and love it. And I'll I'll tell you this, by the way, George, if for some reason you happen to fall in love with that game, which I hope you do. If you eventually get the Peace Walker, the um, HD remakes on the 360 and the PS3, it has online co-op and you can co-op the whole story mode. So if you ever get to that point.
1: I have all the you. games like I've always bought them. Like I've always support like I have like the PlayStation 2 collector's edition, like the the trilogy. Yeah. I have the PlayStation 3, like the the trilogy there. And then I have like Metal Gear Solid, the complete collection. Like I like supporting this dude. I've just never gotten <laughs> into any of his games. And I'm like, all right, George, right. like clear your head, get into the right mindset and just plow through. Like, just do it. Just yeah. commit. Just jump in.
0: <laughs> OK, so my last one is Avengers. For- oh, hell yeah. I guess for PS5 now, Um, that was a game I picked up, I think on sale for like 15 bucks earlier this year. And I haven't played it yet. And now with the the PS5 upgrade out, I am really wanting to play it, especially ahead of the Black Panther um, expansion later this year. So that that would be my last one. Awesome. Andy?
2: I mean, I honestly don't even know if I could pick a third one, (laughs) like narrow it down, just because between Austin, be like, You to play Metal Gear and knowing that we've (laughs) yeah, between that and then just like not really knowing and waiting for some other games. uh, You mentioned Kojima is just making me think of uh Death Stranding. Yeah, because we played it, you know how it's like the story's super long, so it took forever to get to the whatever point that we're at. But I played it on my own, just rushed through it really quick. Like I skipped all the stories, cutscenes, and got to our like 15-hour point in like four hours or something, but I just want to know what happens yeah. at this point because, I mean, the gameplay, like, the game looks good. Like, I don't have any problems with the way the actual, I don't know. I mean, it's not a bad game, but it's, definitely it's just like, kind of slow. Uh, yeah. and you, you have
1: to
0: be in the right mindset for it. I didn't like it, um, sure. but I I think I am just because I'm a sucker for Kojima. I am probably going to get the, the uh, PS5 version when it comes out, if it's not a free upgrade. Sure. And I'm going to try and, and play through it again. So maybe we'll, we'll both. Yeah. Do that.
2: I just want to know what happens. And the other thing too, is um, people were saying once you get to like the motorcycle part, you know, that's like, it starts to get better because you're not walking one yeah. mile an hour with a thousand boxes. And we're like at that point. Yeah. So maybe it'll move along a little bit quicker, but I just, yeah, that's probably one that <laughs> needs to also be played. So I can be satisfied about the BB pods and these disappearing ghosty goos. <laughs>
1: I understood like three of those words. So I'm really excited for you to play that and then get like.
2: Did you play the whole thing? Get, get,
1: no, I didn't play any of it.
2: Okay, I didn't know if you, you made it sound like you did.
1: No, literally the last Kojima game I played, it, unless it was Peace Walker, was like the Zone of the Enders demo. Like I had yeah. a demo disc with just that on it. Um, I haven't played those games, actually. I have the I PS3 have collection and I'm just sitting there like, so wow, why? like George, you bought that literally 10 years ago. It might still be shrink wrapped. No, just, I, I'm just, in the just, same boat. D- just do it, man. Like, what are you, it, what are you waiting I, for?
0: I bought the collection. And I never played it, so gotcha. At some point, yeah,
2: it's hard to pick more of those like single player long, like longer games too. Like, I mean, yeah, Monster Hunter is long, but it's for me. I mean, I can't really speak for Austin, but I'm going to anyways. I feel like when games we can play together, it's a little bit better considering we don't see each other much, like during the day, and our sure. shifts are a little bit off. So it's nice to be able to actually like play something together versus. Us kind of like, here's the controller for your 15 minutes. I mean, I I'm a person that watches other people play games, but it's definitely still not ideal. Anyway, sorry. What's your your third game, George?
1: My final one. um, I've never historically liked Metroid games like I love Metroid Prime, but like Metroid and Metroidvania is like it's just not my cup of tea. But I was looking through my PlayStation I got Shadow Complex remastered. Mm. And I remember my roommate being absolutely obsessed with that game when we were in college. That was like a 360 exclusive for a while. I think it came from Chair, yep. like the guys who did Infinity Blade. Um so yeah, I am super stoked to actually check that out. And I looked up the trophy guide and it seems like it's actually like a really fun platinum to chase. And I want to check it out. I want to see what the what the hype is in anticipation of Metroid Dread, which I'm really excited for. And yeah. I don't really care for the 2D Metroids, but I love the 3D Metroids. And so I feel like I have to buy this 2D Metroid that I don't want (laughs) to hopefully eventually get the 3D Metroid that I do want. Um, So yeah, that is my third and final game is Shadow Complex.
0: That's awesome. I don't know too much about that game, but I know people love it.
1: How old Um, were you in 2009? 14, okay, 13. Yeah, because it's either 2009, 2010. It was my sophomore year of college. And, like, my roommate, like, didn't leave the dorm for, like, four days. Like, oh he was God. just so obsessed <laughs> with that game. Like, I don't know how yeah. he would do it because, like, I would go to class and come back and he would just, like, materialize a giant bag of, like, M&M peanuts. But, like, he would be in the same exact position he was when I left him three hours earlier to go to class. Like, it was just, it was surreal. Uh, so anything that does that to a human being is something I kind of want to be a part of and I want to participate in that uh that weird experience. All
0: right. So those are our, I guess, nine games total audience. <laughs> keep us, keep us uh, to those games. Make sure we play them. if we're not playing them right in and tell us that we need to be playing this. So <laughs> uh, I think we'll wrap it up there though. Like I said, we're a little short on time this week. So thank you all for, for listening. Thank you for joining us. Um, always a, a pleasure to speak with you, George.
1: Yeah. Of course, if you're uh, oh, wait, can I do the wrap up? If you're listening to this podcast, you know where to find it. We're available on pretty much every major streaming platform. So you can just tell your friends that you can find us on pretty much Every major streaming platform, we look forward to your comments. We look forward to your reviews. We look forward to your questions, which you can send to us at FrameskipPod Pod on Twitter. You can reach Austin at Austin J Eller on Twitter. You can reach Seth at Seth the '90s Kid on Twitter, but don't follow him. You can reach. <laughs> Elijah at Lizard Man on Twitter. You can reach me at GB Loftus on Twitter. Don't follow me either, but feel free to hit us up with questions, comments, concerns, and they will be addressed promptly on the next episode of Frame Skip Podcast. I can't remember the bit.ly link, but that's fine. Just hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, I'm going to count that. Us. I'm going to count that as a 98% on the test. That's awesome that you just did that without...
2: Yeah, I'm so happy. I love that.
0: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I said it's so official.
1: I did it. I need to go. I'm five minutes late for a okay. work meeting. Okay. But, uh, right. but hey, everyone listening, uh, thank you so much for listening. Love you to pieces. Get those questions in. Get those comments in. Get those concerns. <laughs> give us stars. Give us like, as many stars as you feel comfortable giving give, us. Give us key. the stars. Give us the stars. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And we will All talk right. to you next week. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.
2: Bye. Smoochies.